If you're a Kanye West fan, you're not a fan of me, you're a fan of yourself. You will believe in yourself. I'm just the espresso. I'm just a shot in the morning to get you going. To make you believe that you can overcome that situation that you're dealing with all the time. I believe that everybody should have the opportunity to share their views, however noble or odious. There is nothing bigger or older than the universe. The questions I would like to talk about are 1. Where did we come from? How did the universe come into being? Are we alone in the universe? Is there alien life out there? God who created this universe, if it was created by God, is quite clearly a maniac. Utter maniac. Totally selfish. The people who are stuck, the people who are stuck in an image, the people who are stuck and afraid to be honest and dream a big dream. Dream big and dare to fail. I dare you to do that. Because this is living proof that it is possible to make a dream come true. Sam, you're, you're getting married. Yeah. And you're like 23? That's right. I'll be 24 by the time I actually get married. Okay, and you get, when are you getting married? Uh, 4th of July next year, 2020. Okay, nice summer wedding. That's right. So like, what, are you not nervous? Because like, I'm not ready to get married at my age. Yeah, so I am nervous uh, for the day. Just because I'm not really one for like attention. And that day is everyone just going to be giving me attention all the time. Everyone's going to want to talk to or me. mainly you seem to be wife, I'd say. Well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sam, how you doing? Have congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And I have to walk around and speak to everyone. I'm a bit nervous about that. But I'm not actually nervous about being married because everyone gets married, don't they, really? Sure. So it's just the next step in my yeah. life. Like, I already live with her. Yeah. So I'm not too fussed. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Yeah, sure. It's like it's weird, though, because our parents and that probably all got married when they were like 18, 19. Mm. Unless they're split up, which a lot of parents have, right? Yeah. And like it's weird to think that we can't make that step. Like It's, very, it's a massive struggle for us. To make any, like, even to move out. Like, True. I know you and Laura want to buy rather than rent, which makes complete financial sense. Um, but, like, for me in India, like, we just had to move out. Yeah. Because, like, she's got a job here. So, we, you know, we rent. But, like, like you know, people, even people our age who are on their own earning more than enough money to mm. live on their own, I just don't even know why you wouldn't. Yeah. And, like, even probably have enough money to buy. Mm. They're still living in their parents' house. I'm like... Mm. Dude, you could just like have your own place, do yeah. whatever you want, cook whatever food you want, do whatever you want to do, True. be as messy as you want. I don't know why you wouldn't make that set. Yeah. I guess some people might have quite a nice home life. Maybe mm. they enjoy it, maybe yeah. their parents like, do stuff Like living with their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just don't have the pressure. Like, I know people that earn big bucks and live at home just because, well, they don't have a missus to move out with or yeah. maybe it's just... And I think it is quite expensive to buy a house. Like, whether you've got the money for the deposit, yeah, is, and yeah. technically you could pay the monthly uh, stuff, it's like all the extra stuff, council tax, yeah. bills, I whatever. I've said to Laura before that um, even if we won, won 
you know, 10 grand on the lottery tomorrow yeah. or enough money for a deposit on a house, I still wouldn't move out yet. Really? I'd still, uh, yeah, I'm a, I, yeah, I haven't been living, you know, I was at university, I haven't been living with my parents for too long. Um, I have a fairly good home life. Yeah. I'm excited to move out and I want to move out. Um, but yeah, there's a time and a place for everything. And I still feel like I've got a couple of years at home. And like you say, like, uh, even if you can afford the, um, you know, monthly mortgage repayments, like living in a house isn't cheap. Mm. If I bought a house now, I'd have no money left at the end of exactly. the end of the month, every single month. Exactly. Um, and you were saying about how much it costs for all this furniture and stuff. Yeah. Like 100 quid just for a chair, and you mm. need four of them. That's 400 quid just for chairs, and you need table, Pro- sofa, prob- TV, everything. You need twice, twice your deposit to actually, you know, probably move Easily. into a house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sofas, that's, that's fair, actually, I think. Yeah. Like when you incorporate sofas, wardrobes, beds, and all that shit. Yeah. And it depends how big the house is as well, doesn't True. it? True. Like how much you've got to fill out. Um. So, like, so James, like obviously, I don't think you're you're saying it's me. Like you're not looking to get married anytime soon. I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. Um, mostly, obviously, I haven't been with Laura for too long. Um, another reason financially as well. Um, <coughs> I've just got a lot of other things that take priority over marriage. Um, doesn't mean I don't want to. Doesn't mean I'm not looking forward to it at all. It's just, uh, yeah, just for me, it's not the next step in my mm. life. Um, there's a lot of things I want to do before that, and I, I, I know it's not. Uh, Typical way, but I don't even mind having children before I get married. Mm. Really? Yeah, I don't mind that. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I would Maybe definitely get married too, before too I would bigger, bigger thing, bigger thing for me. Okay. Um, I probably would get married before I have children. But you just say it won't be the end of the world. Yeah. Okay. Like if 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 your girlfriend at the time got pregnant, you wouldn't suddenly get married just yes, to get married yeah, before, exactly that, right? Yeah. No. Mm. And like, okay, it's weird because like, is that does that mean in your head like marriage is bigger commitment than having kids almost uh, no I don't think so I think marriage is marriage is for the children and you know obviously I, you know, everyone hopes they marry the bird they love sure but um, the bird marry the right bird the one if you like but, yeah, um, it doesn't mean you just you just live happily ever after you know marriages are difficult and um, you know they take work and time I'm sure all of us have seen that with our parents yep um, but the, the children I think are the main thing once you've had children your children need a stable, stable home life. Absolutely, uh, they need yeah you know, two parents uh, to to bring them up. So yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. So, oh man, what what what's the major problem then with this generation in terms of like the marriage thing? Like not wanting to get married. Yeah, you? well, to be honest with you, like going out clubbing and stuff. Yeah, and you meeting those people who are kind of our age, maybe even like thirty odd. And they're like acting like they're 17, 18. Yeah. It's a real worry for yeah, me. Yeah, it's uh, weird. I think a lot of that comes down to religion. Uh, I mean, yeah, ma- marriage, is a, marriage is a religious thing. Uh-huh. Religion's not as popular anymore, so people aren't as, as bothered about it. Um, I think you, life's got easier as well, right? Oh, so so, so back in our grandparents' generation, like you were 16 and you had to be a man. Like you had to go down the mines or something, or you had to earn money, or life was just harder back then, right? So they were used to doing things that they had to commit to, things that were, like, hard, right? Whereas these days, a lot of people have had easy lives and they don't really feel the need to be an adult until they're 25, 30. And then they think, well, I don't want to get married yet. I'm still a kid. When, in reality, they're, like, 25. That's probably time. Mm, Not a kid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a big worry for me, man. Like, I don't know how you... I assume it's just the parenting where you just, like, look, get out mm. but like in the nice way kind of like you need to flourish from the nest true you know? like, that's another point you know what I'm saying like yeah. 
and that kind of leads on to the whole like social media screen thing like are we the best generation where we're going to be able to tell our kids like how to use social media and when to put your phone away because we do it ourselves if that makes sense like yeah I think so because like our parents aren't too familiar with it right but yeah. we kind of grew up with it so I'm hoping that we're going to be the best parents to be able to like you know manage our children in terms of like this is how you kind of you know when you when you're at a family meal you don't you don't go on your phone that's not the norm you know like but these are all new things we have to kind of learn isn't it Mm. because that's not really been a problem before Mm. like people usually use the newspaper comparison you know when like people are commuting to work and they're on their phone they're like oh yeah but it's just like oh you know back in the old days where people used to read newspapers like yeah but people didn't just whip out a fucking newspaper at a family meal just out of their pocket and just like start doing this you know what I mean like it's a bit different in that respect true it is crazy how much we rely on our phones. Yeah, at, at work, there's a coffee machine, and I put my cup under the coffee machine, press the, the button to to oh, dispense my coffee, and straight away I just whip my phone out because I'm not like, going to stand there and just wow. look at the coffee machine for 30 that, seconds. I don't, I don't know if there's a problem with that, though. Like Phones make our lives easier. They yeah. make our lives better. Like You can say the same thing about anything. Like, uh, you know, when they, when they invented the combustion engine, these cars are just, you know, taking over our lives. We, 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 we rely <laughs> sure. on them so much. Like, well, yeah. well, what's the problem with the relying on a car? Like, mm. It means I can get from one end of the country to the other in a day yeah, as opposed to like a horse and car. I mean, before they invented oh, the wheel, that. maybe they invented the wheel and thought, well, everyone's relying on these wheels, man. True. I, you know, I don't know if that's too good of a thing. Nothing but wrong with progress. What's wrong with that? Well, like, I guess it's because it's, it's very much like invading the kind of social space in terms I worry about it in terms of attention span so like Sam's at a coffee machine and like his mind immediately goes to needing attention rather than just taking in the mm. environment around him in a kind of Buddhist kind of way where like yeah, get, there's so much that. going on and your mind's so busy that you don't take one second to even stop for a second yeah. and then before you know it you're 20 years down the line and you're having a fucking meltdown it's true, but that that that's a like your phone is a tool and that, de- yeah, that, depend, that depends on how you use it you know, if you're like Sitting, sitting on social media all day, read, you know, following all these accounts that talk about mental health and depression. And, yeah, true. You know, these will be your symptoms, and I think people start to start to feel that way a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. If you're just that. like, you know, go and get yourself a cup of coffee, and you get your phone out, and you just flick on BBC News because yeah. you can't do it while you're at work, and you keep up up to date with current affairs, or yeah. or you know, or you text your mum, or your girlfriend, or your dad, true. or something like. What's what's wrong with that? Yeah, that's um, a good point. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it does affect people badly in some ways, but. Going back to the cars analogy, same as same same reason as you know, some people drive erratically and crash and kill people. Mm. Right, right. Um, some people don't. <clears throat> True. Doesn't mean it's always about so it's not the tool inherently that's the yes. issue. It's it's the content that's consumed on the tool itself. Yeah, which yeah. is well, the way it's used. That's down to an in, the individual person. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do with the phone. Immediately, then go to guns in America. Then okay, because I agree. Right, look, here's my argument. Right, I know that like. There are, like, you can't buy a knife unless you're, like, 18 or 25 in this country. But, like, every kitchen in this country has a knife. True. That you could probably easily kill someone with, I assume. Well, you could kill someone, like, you could fucking pick up the chair and whack it around the back or something, you know. What I'm trying to say is, like, with the gun thing, it's very strange that we make this gap of, like, I know it is an easy killing machine, especially for mass shootings, but, like... Where why why is that different from a from a knife? Because, because, oh, why is it different from a knife? Well, I was going to say that the reason that's different from like the, the phone thing, is because a, like a gun's purpose is to is to cause harm. Mm-hmm. I mean, those right. days, it's only intention. You can't do anything else with it. Right. Um, your phone, I think, is a well, it's just a massive dictionary almost essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a huge piece of information. Mm-hmm. Like what can you know? Things can go wrong with that, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it has to. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's no different to a knife. 
but um, but it is, you know. And I would I'd, rather, I'd rather be stabbed than shot. No, it's would not you? The uses. Would you? I wouldn't. Well, I think you're more probably more likely to survive from the stab. Yeah, from a stab. Yeah, perhaps not. But either way, I'd rather let some guy run around on the street with a knife than running around on the street with two AK-47s. Oh yeah, interesting. Mean, like, yeah. They're going to use them. Both awful situations, but not exactly. True. And people only need, you know, people who say, "Oh, you know, I need a gun to protect myself," are only. Uh, I've only got that because other people have got guns who want to hurt them. Well, I think the argument is that, and in their constitution it says that they should be allowed to bear arms to defend themselves against government tyranny, right? So in a scenario if Nazi Germany happened in America instead, the population are already armed to fight against the people that are trying to uh, oppress mm. them. It's Fair f- enough, for me, that's rare. Yeah, oh, yeah like, 100% like, rare. Imagine if the British government did become, like, tyrannous, is that a word? I don't know, Probably. overnight. Like I it, or any other country apart from America, does that mean like they can just do it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there wouldn't be some because okay. What I'm trying to say is like the USA has like the biggest army expenditure in terms of, like cost of any yeah. other country in the world. Yeah. And you're telling me that like some civilians with guns is going to be able to fight the one of the biggest armies in the world? They could make it like a militia, I reckon, if they're going together and like, the, the made a little civilians. private army. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, one person isn't going to be able to take Absolutely. on the American yeah, yeah, government, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I think they could do a good job at like there's more civilians in America than there are military uh, personnel yeah, yeah, right so yeah. by sheer numbers if they all had one gun they might be able to so and the idea is just to defend it just in case that happens <coughs> just sort of in thing. case I think that's what they say right that's yeah what the, that's usually what they the say gun activists I, just like, I get it but I don't I just don't think that's very too valid of a point because um, it won't happen sort yeah. of thing yeah, yeah I just don't think it that's mm, what happens. the Jews thought yeah, isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Not even a joke, yeah, yeah, though, yeah. But, but that was, I mean, them conditions were much more extreme, weren't they? You know, like, as in, like, the rise of Germany, like, you're talking about very deep economic troubles. True. Following a world war. Mm. Um, which kind of puts me off a bit, especially when people make these, compa- like, aren't you guys tired of hearing the Nazi comparison now at this point? Comparison to what, sorry? What, everything. Oh, yeah. Just, what? like, anyone who speaks something slightly radical, Nazi, yeah. like, oh, Hitler, like, it's just getting tiring at this point. I don't even know why. Why? Why then? Why not like Stalin or yeah, communism? They were worse, right? Yeah, in terms of n- uh, numbers killed, True. I suppose. But I don't suppose they created concentration camps like the Germans did. They had the gulags, didn't they? Right. More or less the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. I'm sick of it, and I think it takes the sting out of the Nazis. Like when you were growing oh. up, you called someone a Nazi. That was like a big Whoa, thing like, yeah. that was a big thing but yeah. these days someone's get called a Nazi and it's just whatever it's just whatever that you know I raised that point at uni in a seminar because I was like it was something like you know this the, the class was using this word that like, I considered pretty serious or whatever and you know what it might be Nazi mm. and I was like listen man if you keep calling people like Trump and George Bush a Nazi mm. I'm telling you that when an actual almost fascist like dictator props up no one's gonna believe you, yeah. Because you keep you keep crying wolf, yeah. And like this woman was saying, you know, like I don't think that's true, you know, because like if they are what they are, like when we call them out, people kind of realise sort of thing. But like, it's just like the N word apparently in terms of how they're using it to destigmatise it as right. well. As far as I'm aware in the rap culture, like they use it to adopt the word and then remove the stigma from it. Gotcha. I never actually believe that. Like I just. That I don't get the whole N word thing in rap. I just like, would you I say why they say it? Yeah, like well, I think th- it's because they uh, 
I don't know why they pick that word, but the, it's, a, it's a word that um, enables them to kind of uh, be, be part of a group. Right. Um, same as we all do, you know, we wear the clothes we wear because I'm going to mm. be in that group of people. I don't right. want to be in that group of people and grow my hair like long and, you know, wear all black mm. eyeliner. I want to, you know, I want to do what I want to do. They want to say that because they want to kind of show that they belong to um, black culture. And that's right. where they come yeah. from. And they're kind of proud of that. Why they pick that word, well, I don't really, don't really know, but there's other words I'm sure they use. Yeah, do you, do you sure. not think there's a bit of... My brothers. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> do you not think there's a bit of cross there, like, with, like... Because, obviously, okay, look, we all, we're all friends. Yeah. We all like to kind of hang out and talk and stuff, like... Do you not think, like, I would like to dress how I want to dress, or how at least how I think I want to dress? And, like, just for my friends to not go against that, basically. So, like, if I turn up this morning in, like, a long leather jacket with, like, looking like a proper rocker with, like, you know, seven-inch long hair. Not mm. seven-inch, 70-inch long hair. Like, would you two just be like, well, Nick, you look like a mess. Like, you need to sort yourself out. Probably. Probably. So, like, is that a line too far for the friendship group? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I guess it does depend on what the people in your circle dress like. Sure. Right? So if if I suddenly dyed my hair blue and was wearing vests or something crazy, mm. I would fully expect everyone to say, you look weird, Sam, why are you doing that? <laughs> because it's not the norm, right? Yeah, it's, it's not, not what norm, we do. Yeah. So you come out of nowhere and did it. And I think if you were, if you were someone who did dress like that, like you wouldn't want to hang around with me in the first place because I, I'd, you know, I'd typically listen, listen to different music to you, yeah. um, do different things to you, say mm. different words to you. I mm. like, you know, I like different things. Yeah. Um, it goes to show how much we actually judge people from the outside, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it for sure. You kind of can, though. You kind of can. Yeah, yeah. most of the time. It's a, like, it's a good rule of thumb, isn't it? Um, Definitely. You know, if I see some guy, yeah, like you say, with long hair and a big black leather coat, like, I know what kind of music he listens yeah, to. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. No Usually. It's not yeah, 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 it's yeah, true. Yeah. For yeah. sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, like, I, for me, like, it gets a bit personal because, like, I know what you're saying. But at the same time, like, the friendship thing comes first to me. So I'm like, all right, if James really wants to, like, be a skinhead, I'm not going to argue about it with him every time I see him type thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. You can be friends with people and have different interests or different yeah. beliefs, yeah, yeah, yeah. political, uh, yeah. like, religious, whatever. But I feel like there's less chance of you becoming friends in the yes, first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which is yeah. why it's unlikely that tomorrow I'm going to decide I want to be a skinhead. Mm. Yeah, we never yeah. have to be in this situation, Johnny, you know, mm. where you just walk in and I say, "What the fuck are you wearing?" Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. And like, in terms of uni and stuff, or even maybe you guys when you were young, what do you guys think about like gravitating towards people um, that for some reason you'll get along with really well, but it almost feels natural when you like? I used to see people in lectures and just talk randomly to them, and they end up being like really cool. Mm. But like. You could have spoke to anyone in that lecture, and someone could have just binned you off in yeah. two words. So, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like that natural coincidence of kind of picking up body language and stuff. Like, do do you think there's anything to that? I think we naturally gravitate towards people that uh, we think have the most in common with us. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Right? Definitely. And yeah. you can tell that by body language, as you say, the way people dress, yeah. the way people the way speak. Talk, yeah. um, things like that and you, you can notice it from school if you think back to the friendship groups that you had in your school I don't know if it's a coincidence that the friendship groups all tended to have similar interests right you had like the like the like the cool guys that all liked whatever and then you had the geeks that all liked this yeah. and then the like the, the people that were good at history or whatever and they liked history I don't know if they 
got together and then decided that they like history. <laughs> right. I think they yeah, all like yeah, history, yeah. so then so they, they got, got together, together right? Yeah. That boils down to a survival thing, right? Um, that's kind of like hardwired into us. Why would you want to be friends with someone who has a conflict of interest, you know, as a, as a pack, if you're going out and, yeah. you know, yeah, you have a conflict of interest, that's, that's not very good for survival. If you believe the same thing and um, have the same ideas, then going to work much better isn't mm. it and that's kind of now happening on a mass scale in terms of the left wing right wing right in terms of like I feel like they're Indeed. going together to survive but it's, it's becoming a bit too much in terms of like anything against their tribe is an enemy mm. rather than a, a discussion to be had if you know what I'm saying certainly I think I think it definitely is more <coughs> apparent now now that we have social media and the internet and you oh, can sure. see more people yeah. doing it. But That's I think true. you're right as well that it always happened, right? Because there were protests and things the way we're having in London now back in 100 years ago, years ago uh-huh. right? Um, maybe it wasn't circulated to the north of Scotland quite as easy because you had to take papers all the way up there or whatever. Sure. And now you've got the internet so people in the north of Scotland can see what's happening in London yeah. 30 seconds after it happened, yeah. right? Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, I think it has been probably going on for a lot longer than... We think. Yeah. Just, you, know, you probably find the same thing in, in animals as well. Like if you look into nature, do you know I mean? Um, like whales, for example. Um, I'm pretty sure they have their own language in their packs in the wild. Really? Yeah, really? The, the speech patterns. And, and that differs from whale to whale group. Different, differs from your really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's insane. Imagine if we had different yeah. languages each group, yeah. man. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Well, we kind of do on a big level, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Even well, fair, fair. We're like, yeah, <clears throat> actual languages. Do you not realize they get that when you go on holiday and like, you just completely forget about that language barrier, yeah. man. And then, because we're English, we just assume that everyone can speak English. Yeah. And it is kind of getting a bit convenient now. I think the whole world should just say, fuck it, we'll just, we'll just teach English. <laughs> yeah. there's, no, well, there's, well, there's no point in everyone deciding to learn French. I mean, most of the world like, speaks English. It's they the don't, language. They, they, they learn it at school from yeah. a young age. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, why not? A lot of, you know, of TVs, English and American. Maybe yeah. I'm, perhaps I'm biased there. But. Subtitles are right, though. <clears throat> True. <laughs> but yeah like and then like and then you come home and then you're like oh man this is so good to like hear a breath of fresh air yeah. Right? yeah it's a bit weird it's True. a bit weird it's like it, I just want to go back to the wedding thing right because I, I do want to pick up on this right like James you've always spoke to Sam about it and that yeah. like this comes back to the kind of friendship thing of like you know you're obviously you care for Sam you want him to do the right thing. You're thinking like, whoa, this is like, it's quite quick. He's quite young. In your eyes, yeah. you know, like, do you just have the conversation, make sure everything's okay, and then you just support uh, yeah, him? Of course, like, yeah. I'm sure, like, yeah, yeah, we, sure, when yeah. you've told me, I said to you, like, are you sure, you know, are you sure this is what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had my worries, because obviously, you, you know, you are the first one out of all of us. Mm-hmm. And he's right. like, although, it's, although it's not that yeah. young, it's still, yeah, it's younger than the rest of us. So, of course, yeah, I made sure you were all right. But, um, yeah, Sam reassured me, Ed. He had no worries and yeah, wished the best for him. I'm not worried, man. It's yeah. gonna be all right. Okay. Yeah. It's a big step, but yeah, it's a big step. But he's, like, uh, it's not. It's not really anything either, though. Is it's it? not. Like, it's not. It's just a. It's a status. Yeah. Yeah. And a, de- and a yeah. day. For and it. a day. Yeah. That's literally it. It's like I don't plan to break out of Carly. I don't plan to yeah, go yeah, out yeah. of anyone else. Yeah. So it's like, why would you not get married? Sure. Right. It. For me, I guess it like well. Firstly, you can't predict the future, right? Like maybe one day you wake up, you're like, I don't want to be cut. <clears throat> yeah. Unlike very unlikely, mm-hmm. but it could happen. Mm-hmm. And then like I mean, you can wash that away because like that can happen to any of us, right? But like in, I think it's just the kind of the not just commitment because I think we're all committed, but the kind of like committed for the rest of your life mm-hmm. that is another level for me, mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, you don't get to kiss any other girl for the rest of your life. Yeah. 
And like as selfish as that is, that does freak me out a little bit. Does it? Not that I would, yeah, because I'm with India, but yeah, it does freak me out because I just I get that kind of I get that kind of FOMO of like, but what if this like amazing girl comes into my life and like you know, and I'm 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 taken married, yeah, like that's just never gonna. It comes back to that classic thing of when you're a kid and your mum says, "Don't touch the iron, it's hot." <laughs> sure, but you're looking at the iron and thinking. I reckon I could touch that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it just makes you want to do it. And then you touch it and it's, ah, it hurts. So you don't do it again, right? It's like, you get married and you think, someone says, you're married now, you can never do this again for the rest of your life. And then you can sometimes have that feeling of, oh, maybe oh, now I want right. to do it. Forbidden, but yeah. but it, you, I think I'm mature enough to say, nah, like, the yeah. iron's hot, right? Yeah. You don't want to do that. Right. But like, okay. But like, if you naturally broke up, Right. Let's say you weren't married, but you just naturally broke up. Mm. You could then obviously have just to have that availability. Mm. But for me, I'll, I take marriage quite seriously. So like, it's not like a, oh, I'll just get divorced for a month. Like, if you're married, you got you've got to commit. That's yeah. the whole point. Right? I agree. Um, and hence why, like, I'm not too sure on a lot of parents splitting up. I know it's like it's very difficult, you know, especially if you do not get on every single day. Mm. Um, are both your parents together? Yes. Yeah. Is that fairly rare for your friendship group, or mm. is that right? For our friendship group, actually, yeah, it's not, is it? I don't think it's not no, rare. It's not rare. No. Most so of them are together. There's only one I can think of that's um, got separated parents. To be fair, my parents separated for a little while. They had a bit of an argument, like a few years ago. And, yeah. uh, Did they? Uh, my dad went to live with my nan's. Not for very long, and yeah, maybe a month or so. But yeah, fifty percent of the marriages end in divorce, man. I would like to see the trend between uh, income and those marriages. That mm, me too. In what, in what, what do you mean? Sorry? So whether they're just, or maybe not even income, but IQ and uh, intelligence <laughs> oh, and, no. and marriages that end in divorce. That's I think, yeah, I think I'm... Oh! Because so I can just imagine these, like, I mean, these chavvy parents. Yeah. I know this is like such a stereotype, but I can just imagine some chavvy parents that have got four kids from three different dads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's never gone right. They weren't just a one-off. It just, they just can't, not very good at holding down a relationship. Yeah. Whether that's, yeah. whether that's an actual intimate relationship or whether it's with friends or whatever. Um, so like, the, yeah, the, I don't know. That's, that's I reckon really, there'd be really a bell curve. I don't know. I reckon like, if you, if you look to money, for example, or income, I think it would start low, right? So maybe the poorer people get divorced the most and then it would hit a peak of like, Middle class people, right. but I reckon when you get really, really rich, rich, it starts to drop divorced. off yeah, again. Yeah. Right. It's so easy to get divorced. Right. Yeah. Like, well, or? because maybe because if these people who re- re- live rich lifestyles don't typically live the lifestyle that's suitable for a, a healthy relationship. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. point. Yeah. Right. Also, as men, if if they have a lot of money, you might get good-looking girls throwing themselves yeah. a year yeah. or something like that. Which and definitely happens. Definitely that's happens. Not, not, that's not yeah, being around the bush there. No, Dan Bilzerian, etc. Yeah. Um. So that that would be a reason. So I reckon it'd be a yeah bell curve. Yeah. Interesting. This working class sort of thing, I get a lot of slack for talking about. I don't mean work because we're all working class. What I mean is kind of the poor, a poor, the poor culture. Yeah. Right. And you know what I mean by this when like you drive around a dodgy area or council house area type thing. And I'm not saying that everyone who lives in the council house is like necessarily poor or a bad person, but I am saying that there is a massive culture of doing the very bare minimum to get by doing what they can to get the most out of the system and just taking on as little responsibility as possible. You know, the kind of parents are like letting their kids run wild in the supermarkets and stuff. And I'm just, I, more of them being 
a knob about it is I just think well the kids it's just a cycle now it's just a complete circle rinse and repeat yeah. for that generation yeah true and how the hell do you break out of that because it's not just yeah, it was, income yeah. it's area it's like you'd have to go in split them all up yeah. and like put them in other areas and be yeah. like like look at all your neighbours and kind of follow their maybe lead and not in terms of because I think that, that, that moral's better even though I do maybe just because it means like that they'll contribute more I think that depends that depends on if your goal is to make no one stupid in the world <laughs> right sure, essentially like but um, I think that's always been the case my mum's godfather um, he was quite an intelligent man and he, like he said to me once he said James like more people are stupid than not mm. like, right I thought what like no you, just, you know when you're young you assume everyone's like you that's mm. you know the world's yeah, kind of centred around you so you think everyone's like you and then as you grow up you realise that actually most people are fucking stupid man well, they're, they're more, less intelligent than me anyway. So that's, that's how I feel. Yeah. I am the greatest. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I think that's that's always been that's always been the case. Yeah. And I think uh, as harsh as this sounds, we kind of need stupid people. We need right. pawns, right? Right. Do you know what I mean? In, in the <laughs> we army. need pawns. Like, someone's got to be. You know, every, if everyone was intelligent and you know had a, had a great education, who would be the... like who's going to work on a factory floor? Yeah. 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 Who's going to do that? We need yeah. people to do that man. shit. You know what I mean? Okay, you can outsource that, but like. Uh, can't just do that tomorrow. Absolutely, um, that's just the way life is. There's, yeah. there's a ladder for that reason. Otherwise, there'd be no ladder, and everyone would be on the same income. If like, yeah. there weren't any stupid people, it just so happens that I think quite a large proportion of the um, of population. the population are stupid. Yeah. So I've got two points I want to talk about here. So firstly, the bin men example I use all the time because I think that you don't. I don't think you have to be smart to have a very responsible and almost kind of proud job like. Like, for me, I'm not being funny. We need bin men. Yep. We need postmen. Yeah, yeah, we do, yeah. People, whatever, women. <laughs> post like, people. Post people. <laughs> How you dare know, you like, assume their gender? <laughs> you know, we need people on the Amazon factory floor to get my package for tomorrow, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I've done them jobs. Yeah, and like, and, and just because you're smart, also, again, doesn't make you invincible from doing the kind of basic no. jobs, right? Especially when you're young and stuff. Yeah. Like, and I think that's an important... Like, I don't think you can... I think you can have a pretty, like, look, I build houses for people and, like, we need that and that's great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you're, you know, dumb or whatever or not as smart. If you, know? you, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to, though. No. Right. Do you know I mean, there are people who, okay, it takes a lot of work. Like, you know, if you haven't got any qualifications, you've been a bricklayer for 15 years. Sure. Like, but there's no reason why you can't change that. Do you know I mean, if you really start putting in a shift of work mm. and trying to do extra bits, you might get to a supervisor. Mm. You know, then they promote you to the next Still manager. Yeah. You know, maybe you can't go and see. You change. You know, you change companies. You sit there searching for hours after work for new jobs. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's a big, it's a big effort. But it doesn't mean you. Stupid people always have to be stupid. Absolutely. They, they essentially choose to be stupid. I think well, that, they're that's, too stupid to choose otherwise. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. my that's my second point of like we have to talk about what like what classes are stupid, right? Because. For me, it kind of comes down to a kind of laziness and, and not, like, an inability to make an effort to learn to be better. Yes. Kind, that's kind of where I come from on the foundational level. What do you guys think about... Yeah, like, I would agree. Because you... People aren't just naturally smart, right? Some people may be predisposed to be able to hold more information in their brain or be able to understand complex math engineering, problem. math yeah, problems, yeah, whatever. But yeah. most of the time... You learn things by trying to learn it, right? By taking right. the time out to read about something, to, to to look into something, work something out, right? And I think you're right about people that aren't smart 
probably don't want to be smart. They're not putting in the time to, to make themselves smart. Mm. They're not working on themselves. No. I think you've always got to work on yourself every day. Every improve. day. Well, every day. Improve. But I don't think you have to. Um, it's like a, <laughs> well, no, no, it's not a law. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah no. Like, there's, there's a cost involved with, not a monetary cost, but there's a you know an opportunity cost of, of making yourself a better version of you, right? Yes. You, know, you could come home and I'd love to come home and just watch films all day, but I don't. I yeah. Would you though? Deep down, would you want to do that? Uh, it would make me feel a bit bad, but I could, you know, I still don't want to go to work every day. I still, you know, I still want to do less than what I want to do. Sure. Mm. Like my own head tells me not to, so I don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah, can't, I know what I can't mean. remember my point now. I can't remember where I was going with it. Sorry, man. Um, stupidity. Stupidity. Yeah. Making yourself smart. Making yourself smart. Yeah. So there's 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 a cost involved with making yourself smart. Um, and some people don't feel like the trade-off of, you know, time now to the, you know, living a better life is necessarily worth it. True. Even kind of, even like down to my parents, they've kind of um, drilled it into me from a young age. You know, you need to, you need to improve and you need to keep learning. Mm. But even now, like I say to them, like, well, you know, why don't you got this money in the bank? Why don't you invest in this? Like, well, why don't you put your money in these stocks? Well, you or, say that to them. Or, yeah, my mum's like off at the minute. I said, why don't you just like start a little business, just doing something, like just do a little bit of part-time photography, only yeah. 50 quid a week. And, but she can't be bothered. I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't want to either. Yeah. She says, you know, yeah. she can do. It. She says, I don't want to be any better. Like she has a nice house. Right. Um, she has a nice family life. We've got a dog. Like, and she has everything she needs. She's, yeah, I get she's it. Comfortable. Other people do that uh, at a lower level, don't they? True. They don't mind living in a council house. True. It's fine for them. And that's what I mean by like people are happy to skim by and just kind of. I just don't know how that. I don't know how you live like that. I don't know how you want to aspire to maybe not be greedy and have a mansion but like just have that little bit more you know like because we've all got to strive for something every day right yeah. we've all got to get up and be like okay like my motivation is I want to go on these holidays or I want to go travelling mm-hmm. or I want to get a better house or I want to supply better for my partner or something like that like you got to have something like a goal I agree rather than maybe just like the goal is to survive like we're way past that we're way past surviving yeah. and like you said yesterday like we're even way past surviving to the point where it's like you know what? Like, what's the balance of work life that we actually want, rather than we're told? You know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah true, yeah. true. It's a weird one. Man. People are different, right? Some people want more. Yeah. Some people don't mind case, staying where they are. But I guess that's kind of good for us because that does help us shine out a bit. Less competition, man. Yeah. That's and that, and it, that, that's what it boils down to, I suppose, at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Like competition. Yeah. Like workplace and that. Yeah. And in terms of workplace, guys, like, was there any big dreams you guys had that you wanted to do or still want to do, I should say? Still want to make a lot of money. Yeah, be rich AF. Is that a real real aspiration for you guys? Yeah, yeah. And 90% of the reason I go to work is to make money. Right, right, right. Mm. Um, But is that... That's what you go there for. That's what you get in return from it. And is that just kind of what money gets you? That you you enjoy, sort of thing, you know, like experiences and mm-hmm. and, and yeah. stuff, and yeah. well, it's like it boils down to that survival thing again, doesn't it? Like you know, hunting a fox isn't surviving anymore. Like right, money is the is the survival. True. The more money you have, the easier it is to survive. Essentially, um, I think for me, it's competition. I love competition. Mm. Yeah, I love in all to, aspects. In all aspects of everything, right down to down to what kind of games you play. I know you play a lot of story games, right? And you like yeah, the story man. of a game. I don't play story games. I play Call of Duty and I play FIFA because I like to beat other people. Yeah, I sure. Like, I like to be better than other people, and when you that's win, you get That's why I stopped playing COD because yeah. I'm awful now. Well, that's it. And, and that, that, I think that drives me in the workplace as well, right? I go to, the, to work, I see a team, and I think, right, 
who's getting beat today then? Do you know what I mean? I'm going to perform really? better than this person and this person. Sure, sure, yeah, and sure. I'm, yeah, if, when, when the next position comes up, it's going to be me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that happens, right? Wow. And I think that's what drives me, just because I like to win, I like to be better than other people. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah I do agree with that. At work, I am... Um, in my head, I was probably bad, but I compare myself to others quite a lot. Yeah. I do a job and I have a little look at the last, who did the last one, how long it took them, right. and many mistakes I made on it. Yeah. Try and do it better. Yeah. Yeah, for that reason, when yeah. a new job comes up and they're looking at who, you know, who they want for it, it's going to be me. Mm. And, and for the work aspirations then, like, you know, where does that go? Does it go to like owning your own company eventually, or does it just go to the head of the company you're at, or, you know, just hiring any other company sort of thing like where does it go personally I'd look at it more short term so I think a lot of people finish uni and they want to be a CEO of some crazy company or they want to own this or do that and I think that those people are looking too distant in the future I think as long as you are getting or making a a step in the right direction in the short term Mm. it doesn't matter where you end up in 20 years 30 years down the line as long as you're going in the right direction yeah. now right if you're improving then if, as long as you're improving then yeah. the, the kind of path will lead you there naturally yeah. I think that's what I worry about I'm not too fussed about it's where just, I yeah, end it's, up it's one, one step at a time isn't yeah. it I don't, I don't make the you know I didn't make the decision to apply for a new job um, yeah, because I want to be the CEO of that company no. because it's you know that's the next best step exactly. I don't know what the step is after that but once I get there I'll figure it out you look at what you got you look at your yeah. surroundings and think right well, how can I use what I've got yeah. Yeah. to op- get op- to the op- next place optimising the decision in hand isn't it rather than 100% kind of, yeah, dreaming almost. 100% yeah. but it's different for other people like for example India knew she wanted to be a speech and language therapist yeah. so she went to uni did it got a job in speech, speech and language therapy I've never really been like that I've never really known what I wanted to do so oh, I've man, always yeah. just yeah. kind of made the best of the situation that I'm in and then hopefully it just works out yeah um, and it's, it's doing alright and, so and you too um, <clears throat> did you drop out as well James no, no. no. so we can talk about this, right? Like, yep. so you dropped out of uni. Indeed. And you both retook a year, I think. Yes. Yeah. And like, we, man, we can talk about the problems of unis forever, I think. But like, we, I think we can all agree we were in a fairly bad place. Like, you two perhaps more than me, but like, uni was not a great place no. in terms of mental health and perhaps like progression of personal life and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you got both seem to be on a pretty good track now and yep. kind of like yeah. rose from them bad places that's it rise from um, the ashes yeah man in terms of like looking at your situation being like okay what do I need to do like slow steps like let's get a job and let's improve in the job and get a better job and all that kind of stuff and like I think that was that was like that was in in, in me from a young age I think like, I mean our parents except me you our parents both brought us up to be that way mm. we went to university had a bit of freedom didn't have anyone on our backs to tell us to do anything so, mm. Um, mm. so we went the other way I didn't have to you know I did have to kind of drag myself out of the rut but once I wasn't, you know, physically at university and in that, you know, in that kind of environment, um, it wasn't too hard, really. You know, like, yeah. I've got to go to work from Monday to Friday, so I did. I agree. And, and that my helps parents a lot. Are there on my back, I can't go out just smoking and drinking every night because yeah. they're there. Um, it was hard for a little bit, but yeah, I feel much better about it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I knew I was always going to end up that way. I knew I wasn't going to finish university and carry on the way I was. And yeah, I, knew I was going to. Yeah, gonna change. Pack it in yeah. At university, you have a lot of freedom to do whatever you want but I found that in my life now where I don't have freedom and I do have to go to work 9 to 5 I'm much ha- more happy and I'm much yeah. more fulfilled despite not having as much freedom well, and you not might argue- do the fun stuff that I had, used to be able to do you might argue that it's more freeing being kind of suppressed in terms of like feeling you know like you've got 
some something to get up in the morning. Like, yeah. is it freedom if you, you're not motivated yourself and you're not happy? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. wait, is it freedom if you don't know what to do with yourself? And because, like, I honestly do think like the more freedom you have, the more you're just gonna go crazy. Yeah, you know? unless you have that incredible willpower of just like getting up and sticking to that schedule with yeah. no one else to tell you what yeah. you need to do but it, look, go on I was going to say it's evident in, in rich and famous people right, right. Um, the amount of the amount of like uh, pop stars or whatever that, that go on crazy drug binges and end up dying from an overdose oh, yeah. because what else they have to do every day right they get up and they think well I've got all this money yeah. I've got nothing to do nowhere to be right. I'm just going to do drugs yeah yeah. and it's I don't need to get up in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's yeah. dangerous. It's really dangerous. For sure. I don't know how, man. And you know, like people don't talk enough about the um, bad side of being famous, especially when you start breaking down all of these constructs of, you know, like, oh, I fancy Kate Beckinsale. It's like you don't even know who she is. Yeah. You don't even know what she is. Yeah. She's just kind of face and a body who plays other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this infatuation with actors and stuff is really crazy to me. Because we almost help... Like, they're almost, like, the pinnacle for, 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 for our society at the moment. Like, the pinnacle for our society is people playing other people. Yeah, otherwise being fake. Yeah. That's very strange to me. I think we're also, like... We haven't got many idols, man. Like, in terms of, like, people like Churchill and stuff. Like, mm. that's why going through history is so great. Because you can just kind of pick out all these people and be like, like Sam does and just be like... I like that lesson I like what he's saying like Mm. let's pick up on that and let's move forward with that Mm. but like at the moment I can't really think of too many people that like are really shining out to me especially with all these talk shows and stuff where they're just kind of playing games and stuff you know getting 30 million views on YouTube and I'm like I get the entertainment side of it and I appreciate and respect that we all want to laugh a bit you know but like at what point do we kind of like need to sit down and be like oh but why are these things more important to people than the election than Brexit like I don't it's, it's worrying, man. Because, of, because they're stupid. Because they're stupid. <laughs> Definitely one reason. It, I think it is one reason. Yeah. Also, yeah. also, I think that life is too good at the moment. Yeah. Like, There's so, no need to pay attention to the election because life's already too it, good. Yeah, it's like whatever happens with Brexit, chances are it's going to be fine, right? Nothing sure. really is going to change. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, Things might change here and there. Cost of few strawberries lost, might go up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I think you're still going to have food. You can still yeah. be able to live in a house. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. And I think when people aren't really struggling, nobody feels the need to kind of rise up and be that person like Churchill. When there's no real crisis. When there's no real crisis. Yeah. Like Churchill came out of the woodwork in the hardest time in Britain's history, right? And that's why. He shines, yeah. He shines, yeah. Whereas we're not really in any hard that's times a, like that. That's a great point, man. Like, when you think about, like, I'm just very broad at the moment generic but like Gandhi you know suppressed oppressed India mm-hmm. you know British Empire that kind of stuff even Jesus so you know I suppose he's helping the oppressed Jews and yep. all the oppressed people yep. so like without the oppression do you even get that hero no I don't that's, a, do. that's a fair point man I like that point mm. yeah it's worrying though like this kind of oh, I don't know man this culture of celebrities and like okay so like let's say like we we, we all got famous tomorrow whatever that means right and like I guess it just means I, that's the thing though like you can be famous but not even like the richest people in the world we can list you know what I'm saying like they're like yeah. hidden dragons just yeah. on the sidelines just yeah. planting all these little devices because I, I guess they play a part in elections because of the money they have like all these billionaires if not trillionaires I'm sure at they this do. point yeah, definitely and like fact. yeah and like and like they just hide man because 
that I guess they're smart enough to not be famous, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're so preoccupied with, like, what Kim K's doing. We're like, it's like, but what are these other guys doing, man? Like, what, what are these billionaires doing? You mm-hmm. know, like, what policies are they influencing? And, like, do you think it very much is still, like, a kind of very much a hierarchy in terms of, like, just because we're so distracted now that these people, the top 1% and all that shindig, do you actually think they control quite a lot of what the stupid people do? As uh, 100%, I believe they do. Quite a lot? Uh, quite a lot, especially mainstream media. Um, oh, like God, the, yeah. the news channels and TV, like terrestrial normal TV. Netflix, for example, they control that. Obviously, Netflix control their own mm. content. Mm. But I think what's good about the world at the moment is things like YouTube and self-made podcasts like this cutting um, out the middle yeah. cutting out the middle man you don't yeah. need TV anymore like I don't know about you but I haven't watched TV in ages <laughs> like, if I want to watch something I watch Netflix yeah and that's like a or like BCI a story yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like a like a series like a program I don't watch just trash TV yeah uh, about I don't know, Homes Under the Hammer or whatever. But I think that's great, <laughs> right? Because like you can, do, you you can, you've got the power now to curate exactly what we want when yeah. we want. There's like we're cutting out the rubbish. Yes, you know what I'm saying. It's like, like that's what kind of what I do with games now. Is like I only really play games that I think I'm gonna love. Because mm. if like worst case, I die tomorrow, like and I didn't enjoy this game. I know it's so minor, <laughs> and you're probably not thinking about this, but I just think like, look, we're only here for a limited time. So if I'm gonna play a game, I'm gonna hopefully play a game that either I'll play FIFA, which I love playing every match. I don't, I'm just saying, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Or I'm going to play like God of War and love every single second. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and with the TV and YouTube thing, I think it's great that I can just go on YouTube, go on your subscriptions and just kind of like watch whatever you want to watch. Yeah, it's really good. And like, I love cutting out the news channels because I've never seen a bigger gap of understanding before yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. Even from kind of these mainstream YouTube channels and stuff, like they just have no idea what people are thinking, man. No. Like the BBC, like, and my old job, they used to put on BBC WM, which is West Midlands or whatever. And like every day they'd have callers come in and, you know, talk about Brexit or some other topic and stuff. And the host there, like he's obviously a great radio presenter and he knows his stuff, but he's so obviously left wing. It's Mm. unbelievable. And almost every caller is just calling in going like, you don't get it, man. Like you don't get the kind of Brexit mentality. Like, you know, like he's saying like, yeah, but would people be that angry if Brexit wasn't delivered? It's like, yes. The majority voted for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, just because they're quiet now, like, I don't know, man, there's just a huge gap of understanding for me, mm. especially in terms of the content as well. Like, people, these mainstream media channels, they're producing content I just don't think people are interested in. I agree. And I think it's great that, like, <clears throat> it does seem to be a pre, a kind of renaissance in terms of content creation of, like, doing podcasts and stuff where people are almost, with enough skill, dedication, and financial income, they're almost able to become that next big thing without too much like i guess that is the next wave right of just individual content creation i agree the only issue the only concern that i have is whether the platforms that they're posting the content on too controlling are too controlling which we're seeing with youtube and and, google and google so eventually do they just become independent like from these corporate like policies but then my problem is whoever creates another youtube yeah they're gonna have their own agenda so I don't know how you get around that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. you have a platform which is just completely open. But I can't imagine people being like, well, that platform's got, you know, racist podcasts and all this kind of stuff. Like, they'll probably get shut down, I yeah. guess, from... Well, I guess peer-to-peer. Uh, so, do you know, with blockchain technology, like um, 
cryptocurrencies. Right. There isn't a central bank, right? It, the, right. the currency is owned by the people. So if you could somehow implement that technology to have right. a peer-to-peer content sharing network, yeah. there it's not managed by anyone. It's ma- managed by the people that are uploading to it. Um, that might be an idea. That then that's the only way I can think of the where there isn't going to be. Um, like bias or oppression on on what can get uploaded. Yeah, for sure. I'm a firm believer that the internet should be free. It should be no man's land. Mm. But then it it brings up questions of do you let your kids on it? Right. I well, that's know. up to the parents, surely, right? Yeah. Like, like it just comes back down to the parents for me. Like, if you don't want them to go on a awful website you know or porn or whatever you've got to put them you've got to have the knowledge and it's settings to put that into place you know yeah yeah man for sure and back to the stupid people back to the stupid most people, people are stupid <laughs> facts man so you guys like Drake Andrew right? Drake I like Drake let's talk about music for a bit because like you know we all like music here I think you know what I'm saying some people have better taste than others here but it's cool so <laughs> well Nick likes ABBA <laughs> religiously so I think mine and James' opinion is better I mean ABBA is amazing so nah, our so opinions like, aren't better our opinions are correct yes <laughs> <laughs> my so, opinion is fact yeah so like what in terms of music right I get that Drake is capturing a kind of he's capturing a voice of like whatever yeah. you guys you listen to Drake and you feel something and I get that, right? Especially from the beats and stuff like Passion Fruit. It digs, it digs, man. Mm. I like the beat. Mm. But like, do you ever have that outside moment of when you listen to like a new rapper or something where like you have that, you're a six year old moment, you do like have that lyric or something where you just think, man, this is actually kind of awful. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do kind of know what you mean by that. Um, yeah, I do know what you mean by that. Like when you you listen to a song and like you have that moment, like even with ABBA, sometimes you're like, oh man, this like you know from an outside perspective, I guess someone could come in and just go, this is trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know what you're yeah, saying. absolutely. But it's like it's like I mean, it's the same with anything. Um, like even now, there'll be bits of this podcast. I'm sure you'll cut out because it's just sure, shit. But like sure. we had to, I mean, we had to talk about yeah. it. Like every bar Drake ever spits isn't going to be an absolute bang where it may you go oh my god that's genius like, sure he's just got to have some stuff to kind of fill in the gaps and mm. um, true yeah, I suppose the flying. genius stuff will be the ones to be the stuff that was remembered yeah, ultimately yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. Uh, yeah, Jimi Hendrix played a bum note on, on stage at one point in his life doesn't mean, true. He's, doesn't mean he's trash true. Right. doesn't mean that and like how much do you worry about whatever your legacy means I suppose we're a bit young to think about this but like because ultimately, if you get really deep into it, like, everything's going eventually. So, like, does it matter at all, is what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, do you, like, all right, you want to provide for your grandkids, but, like, how how much do you care about that legacy, man? I how much? quite a lot. What is in, like, providing almost a family structure to last for generations? Yes. Yes, I care but about how, that. But how do you ensure that? Without directly raising like the grandkids, almost. Yeah, you know there's no way to ensure it. Make right. loads of money. <laughs> yeah, make loads of money. But also, I think it goes back to just making the, the steps in the right direction. You don't have to worry about the end product all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? As long as you're raising your kids to be how you think they should raise their kids, then you just have to trust that they'll make the right decisions mm. when it comes to it, right? Mm. It's like step by step by step. It's not always about that end, mm. end product. And I think... Yeah, that's what yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's like saying you know, um, you know I want to I want to leave a leave a legacy behind. It's all very well saying that, but how do you want to do that? Yeah, right. And then, and then what are you going to do now <coughs> that's going to like make that possible? 
Um, it's not something I like consciously think about every day and think, oh, like you know, should I have this tea or should I not have this tea? Is that going to affect my legacy? Yeah. I mean, it's not you just you know, I need a cup of tea, so I'm going to yeah, a cup of tea. It's yeah, like thinking of the now, isn't it? I don't know if the getting rich thing works though, right? Because like, I was having this conversation with women at work, and like, I kind of get the mentality of maybe it only lasts a couple of generations because ultimately it's very difficult to teach these kids, you know, who have grown up with everything, the work ethic required to get everything. Mm. If you know what I'm saying, True. so like. You work your ass off, right? And you get this lush house and you've got a perfect life almost. Like, because the work ethic is down. It's down. Yeah. Like, how do you teach kids that when all they've had is, like, everything they've ever wanted? And I know it might come still, down to parenting it's still and, like... possible, yeah. It's still possible. It is possible. Like, we have a friend who has quite a wealthy <coughs> dad. Um, and he's, like, one of the hardest working people I know. I mean, really? Yeah, he smashed us all at university. Um, he's, yeah, he's hard working, but... If he ever needs anything, he's always had it. Not so, so much that he's spoiled, but yeah, perhaps that's what it is. You know, if you're rich and you just spoil your kids from the day they're born, mm. and then when they get to 18, expect them to go out and work really hard. Probably yeah. not going to happen. But like you say, if you, you know, day by day, you make the decisions that um, hopefully will make your kids more hard, more hard working, and eventually the end product is you've got you know, hard working children. Good, yeah. Yeah. And the university problem, then, which we talked about earlier, I think we should talk about it because it's getting a bit dire. Um, We've got too many universities, right? 100%. Too many people go into university. Mm-hmm. And I think people that probably shouldn't go to university are oh, going. For yeah. example, me. I shouldn't have gone to university. In right. hindsight, I could have been at least two years further in my career mm. than I am now yeah. because I made the mistake of going to university. Yeah. One thing they don't... They t- often, when you go into university, they talk to you a lot about um, about you know university fees and my school senior. It's not a debt you need to worry about and... You know, it costs you, you know, 40 grand, but, you know, that's fine. You don't really have to pay it back. And that's all very well, and I agree with that. What they don't tell you is the opportunity cost. Those who didn't go to university um, have earned, say, 25k a year for four years more than me. They've earned £100,000 more than me. Yeah, right. Like, some of them have nothing to show for it, which... uh, (laughs) Is their choice. Which is it. That's their choice. But, yeah, they don't tell you about the opportunity cost. And that's probably the only thing I regret about going going to university and sticking with it is... I could have been... 100k richer right now yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've learned I've learned way more in the two and a half years since I've been working after uni since I, uh, than than I did at uni mm, true yeah yeah not as much academic stuff but actual yeah practical real yeah. life common life shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 social is kind of the yeah. stuff that's uh, important really although I do feel like again it's hard to say because maybe I would have been the same had I not gone to uni but I do feel like uh, university made me more intelligent in terms of academically, or yeah, yeah, kind of academically, but just in like the way that I think about things as well. Um, like now, you know, you're, you're obviously asking us these questions, and I'm able to kind of think about it with with kind of logic and reason mm. and, and weight to, to to things, and then, mm. kind of, and then kind of give you an answer. Whereas I feel like before I went to university, I was just I just didn't have a clue about anything. Yeah. Um, whether that's just my age, whether that was actually university, I don't know. But um, yeah, at university you mix with kind of fairly like-minded people, fairly people from fairly similar backgrounds to yourself you know yeah Um, yeah, when you're surrounded by these kind of slightly more middle class intelligent people you end up thinking that way and yeah true for sure although for me I was way stupider at university than I was after university Um, in terms of decisions in terms of thinking about things deeper than uh, life right so do you know we think about these these deep questions about how this affects that and Things like that. I didn't I did start thinking about that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't start thinking about that kind of stuff until after I left 
and I started to read, I started to listen to podcasts, I started like listening to Jordan Peterson and uh, Steven Pinker and people like that, right? I didn't I didn't do that until afterwards. And yeah, I just didn't have a clue about anything when I was at university. Mm, mm. It's just a stupid guy. It's um it's crazy man, because like like you say, the opportunity costs huge. People who go to work straight after school, like, they're laughing. They're laughing now yeah. probably. Um, and like yeah. I don't think their life's been that much more uh, awful just because they've had to work nine to five every day, right? No, and like we said better. earlier, yeah, exactly. Might have got more purpose anyway, right? Uh, in terms of the university thing, man, it's strange because I don't necessarily regret um, kind of learning the content and stuff. Although I've got a big gripe with philosophy, deconstructing everything and not constructing anything back. It's a huge problem. Like, can you imagine spending three years of your life critiquing almost every single lesson you've ever learned about the way you think, your morals, and that kind of stuff, and they give you no opportunity whatsoever, really, unless you take your own initiative and your own essays, and like my dissertation in which I tried to do on the meaning of life, to construct, like Jordan Peterson does, a way forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then they wonder, yeah, like, why, so. like, half the people just, on philosophy courses are depressed. Yeah. It's because you've just ruined everything. They exactly. Yeah. You've just, all you've done is question and critique without any construction. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're taking the house down, you're just not building another one back up. Yeah. You're just taking the house down. You're homeless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a bad thing to do, and there's no real construction for it. And, like, again, my third year of uni was very much just, and it's crazy, because YouTube is... It's it's um it's a miracle in this way in terms of if you just use your own initiative and find the right thing. Luckily, like you can find the way forward. As you know, I'm at university, like Jordan Peterson, finding the way forward mm-hmm. and like being like, oh man, this is this is saving me right here. Yeah. And like, how can words do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, man. I've never had words change my life so much. Yeah. Then like, and like, it's not even necessarily him. He's just uh, translating from the psychological scripture. But again, I've never really raised psychology that much either. Because mm-hmm. like, there's some nice experiments and like, you know, some re- pretty revealing stuff. Like the, um, I think it's Maslow and stuff like that. But it's a big worry for me, man. Like in the uni thing, there's way too many people going. There's way too many people not going like, what's wrong with working at 16? What's yep. wrong with doing an apprenticeship? Yeah. Like, are you told for all the secondary education to go to uni because it looks good on the school? True. And like, that's the marketization of education in it as well. That's, yeah. that's a whole other like, the, ring of The only thing I don't know is how, um, you know, obviously having having a degree is better than not having a degree. Do you think? If, if, well, if like you had a twin brother called Sam Duffy done everything exactly the same as you your whole life, but you had a degree and he didn't. Mm. You both have the same job. They'd employ you. Do you know what I mean? If, Probably. If you were exactly the same person, then they'd employ you. I mean, what I'm trying to say is having one is better than not having yeah. one. So that might benefit me later on in life when I go for a job and they pick me over someone else that you know that hasn't got a degree, or perhaps you know they, they just don't employ anyone without a degree. Um, but, but often you would never know that. I mean, if I you know if I got a job tomorrow, I wouldn't know they picked me because of my degree. No. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't know that. So it's hard to say whether it mm. kind of, yeah, benefits you, how much it benefits you against how much it, uh, what's the word? Hinders you? Hinders you, yes. Mm. And like, I think the best thing to do about the university experience is just to take the lesson, right? Yeah. And just kind of like, just take the kind of like, that's not really the lifestyle I want to do. And like, mm. just to learn from it. Um, Cause I think that's the best thing you can do in a bad situation, right? It's just take the lesson. And like, again, I don't necessarily regret it, you know, at, it's crazy because, like, at the time, man, like, 
I do think like was I was I can't like was I developed enough to make that sort of decision of going to uni? Um, but at the time, I can assure you, it's the only thing like, I wanted to do ever. Yep. Was to go to uh, a good uni and study philosophy. But like looking back now, you know, it's obviously it's easy to look back and go like, should have done this, should have done that. But like you made the choice and you got to live by it, you know, and just move forward with it.